If you're anything like me, you get nearly everything from Amazon. However, if you're also like me, you've realized that finding really good brands and products amongst their vast selection can prove to be very challenging, which is why I've created my very own Amazon shop where I've curated products that I love and use every single day so that you don't have to go searching for them. Just go to amazon.com slash shop slash Mac Guerrero. That's amazon.com slash S-H-O-P slash M-A-C G-U-E-R-R-E-I-R-O. And you'll find products like my favorite water filter, the microphone I'm using right now, and much more. So just head to amazon.com slash shop slash Mac Guerrero to shop from my favorite picks. Hello. Thank you so much for coming back to High Vibrations with Mac this week. I'm really excited to talk about shadow work. Last week, we talked about fragmentation, and I highly suggest you go listen to that and then come back to this one if you haven't listened to that one just yet, just because they go hand in hand. And to be honest, this episode and that episode were meant to be joined, <laughs> but it ended up that I realized I needed more time on both of them. And I actually kind of like it better this way. Season 2 gets an extra episode. Yay! (laughs) Alright, let's get to it. Shadow work. Let's give you a brief recap, a little bit of fragmentation. So, in childhood, when we become traumatized and unfortunately being socialized in our society, even by the best and most quote-quote caring and considerate and loving of parents, is traumatizing. If you want to know exactly how and why, again, go listen to that episode. That trauma causes us to fragment our consciousness. It causes us to push things in our subconscious that aren't acceptable in the home that we grew up in. That fragmentation is deeply wounding. And your soul really just wants to become whole again. (laughs) Which is why... It keeps calling into your life experiences that will trigger certain emotions that are associated with the traumas. The aspects of you that have fragmented still operate in law of attraction. So even if they're living in your subconscious mind, they're still creating a point of attraction and therefore they can still attract experiences, people, and things into your life. A good example of this is my personal experience of dealing with abandonment issues. When I was younger, my father abandoned me, we could say. In fact, that's definitely what happened. And by default, I kept attracting men in my adulthood that would abandon me. And that would make me feel insignificant and not seen because they were emotionally unavailable. And no matter what I would do, I would attract those men that were emotionally unavailable and unwilling to open up and commit to me. Now, after a bit, I decided I needed therapy. And through therapy and through Teal Swan's videos and other mediums of learning about emotions and the psyche, 
I realized that I was just playing out a scenario that would alert me to an aspect of myself that's still stuck in childhood when my father abandoned me. The only way to heal an aspect of yourself that's been shoved to the subconscious is to integrate it, is to take it in as part of yourself again, is to take responsibility for it. So how do we do that? Well, my favorite process is by Teal Swan. It's called the completion process, and it's incredibly amazing and effective. I do want to say before I go forward, the path of enlightenment, as some would call it, is not something that most people would imagine that it is what it actually is. What I mean is, I feel that most people, when they think of the Buddha or monks or people that are quote-quote spiritual, they think of these people that are always happy all the time or that at the very least aren't reactive all the time. And let me explain something. The only way to not become reactive is to face your own demons, is to ride your own inner dragon all the way within your soul so that you learn every aspect of it. It's to befriend your ego in order to completely, entirely understand it so that you can live in this identity to the best of your ability. All in all, the most important part of this entire practice is to feel your feelings. Honor your emotions because they are your guidance system. If you don't follow your joy, you are not serving source in the best way possible. That's just it. This society, for many reasons that we do not need to go into today, is not set up to let you know that. But that is the truth. Following your joy is what you are meant to do here. So own that and know that you've been hijacked in a lot of ways that are not your fault. However, once you become aware of this fact, going forth in those ways and not taking responsibility for that, and not taking responsibility for your reactivity, and not taking responsibility for your emotions, that will get you into some serious trouble. And usually what happens when emotions get trapped in the body? Well, it's usually called disease, otherwise known as dis-ease. dis Ease. Ease would mean flow. So a lack of flow causes blockage, right? So let your emotions flow. Be okay with feeling them. Even if they're painful as all hell, be okay and inviting even of them. Basically what I'm saying is if you're not ready to really face your inner demons, to really own up to where you need to step up and to where you're being authentic, to where you're being inauthentic, etc. This may not be the path for you. But if you're ready to dive into integration and to make your soul whole again, and this is not something that's going to happen overnight, it's not something that's going to happen in X amount of time, it's something that you're going to be doing until one day it's done. But you won't know it until you're looking back at it. 
just know that the better it gets, the better it gets. So if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to really do it, this is amazing. And you'll feel that feeling your feelings is one of the most invigorating things that you've ever done in your life. And you probably won't want to stop, <laughs> to be honest. That's, again, you know, I'm, I'm also speaking in a moment where I'm like in pure bliss and joy because I'm creating this podcast. So the next moment I'm feeling gloomy and sad, I'm going to be like, me, not true. <laughs> so perspectives are fluid, <laughs> of course. Everything is subjective in this universe going on if you're ready for this process the completion process you can get it in great detail in her actual book that's called the completion process there's also a video that she did where she demonstrates it uh you can find all of those things if you search teal swan on google and if you feel called to read that you definitely should i did and should honestly read it again but i wanted to give you guys the basics the first thing that you want to do when you're feeling triggered, right, and that just means any sort of great amount of emotion. And for some people, this will vary. Some people don't really, you know, they're not really used to feeling. So a great amount of emotion to some people could just be what somebody feels on a daily basis. So just keep this in mind. This is all subjective. Take it as it applies to you, of course, you know. As always, take what I say that resonates and leave what I say that doesn't. But when you become triggered, what you want to do is you want to, first of all, just take note of that. Become aware of the fact that you're triggered and just observe it for a moment. Now, ask yourself, what does this feel like? Where in your body does this emotion reside? Sometimes some emotions feel like they're constricting your heart some emotions feel like a knot in your stomach. Where does it lie? Where does the pain, where does the emotional pain lie? And you want to breathe into it. Now, of course, we're not always going to have time to do this whole process, which is why it's really important to, to come back to these triggers or to journal about them or something. But just in that moment, if you just take a second to acknowledge the emotion... And then go a step further and actually invite it. Talk to the emotion as if it's outside of you. And just let it know you're welcome here. Just by doing those two things, you've actually started your healing process. And even Teal Swan says this, If you take nothing from the completion process at all, this is the golden nugget. Just invite the emotion in and allow yourself to feel it completely. Let it fully play out and... Then, as you're feeling into it, ask yourself, is this trigger attached to a subconscious aspect? And you'll get an answer, and you must honor that answer. Then you can ask your subconscious to show you what aspect that's related to, to show you the memory that that moment is feeling into. And in that moment, you can live in that memory as your child self, but this time really live in it. Instead of dissociate and slice that part away, really feel those things in that moment. Those things that you were shamed for feeling that you now know you're allowed to feel. Really feel that. And whatever this looks like, allow it to be. If it's anger, allow yourself to scream and punch pillows. If it's sadness, allow yourself to cry. Whatever. 
Allow yourself to feel it. And once the emotion has subsided a little, separate your perspective, almost as if your adult self is going back in time. Step onto the scene and parent that child as you would have wished to be parented. Hold it unconditionally if that's what it wants. Ask it what it needs. But first of all, and most of all, tell your child self you are allowed to feel what you're feeling and what you're feeling is completely valid. It's important, it matters, and you should be feeling this way. What do you need from me? I am here whatever you need. And whatever the child asks for, give it to the child. Now we have to remember that in this moment, depending on the situation, depending on the memory that we're accessing, the child may want to punish the parent that's punishing them. And that's 100% okay. Why? Well, because you're not, first of all, you're not inflicting physical damage on anybody. And this is an inner child process that needs to be done. If that child needs to see that parent be shamed or whatever it may be, even if it's violent, it's okay. Okay? As long as these things are happening in your conscious awareness, as long as this is something that is going to help that child feel better in that moment. Play it out, just as a child wishes. And once that is played out, ask the child if it's ready to leave that place. And if the child is ready, then take the child's hand or hold it, whatever the child wants, and leave the place. And then when you leave, kind of like pop the bubble. Almost as if you like, not destroy, but like dissolve the moment. And you can consider that a beautiful start and a beautiful head start to the integration of that aspect of yourself. That was a little excerpt from the completion process. I've used it. It's really amazing. I really love it. I would love to someday be able to facilitate it. But this is really, yeah, that's the crux of it. Really just allow ourselves to feel. We gotta allow ourselves to feel. We gotta start validating each other for our emotions. We've got to start understanding how to truly connect to each other. And that starts by validating emotion. By understanding that every emotion is important. Every feeling that every person feels ever is completely 100% valid. I shall leave you with that. I love you dearly. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of High Vibrations with Mac. If you like what you heard, make sure to click subscribe for future episodes. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Mac Guerrero on all major platforms. That's M-A-C-G-U-E-R-R-E-I-R-O. But to be honest, the most appreciated act of all would be a review right here on this podcast. And if you would like to take a screenshot and send it to me over direct messenger on Instagram, I would love to send you a personal thank you video. Thanks so much, and I'm so excited to catch you again next week.